Okay, lots to cover today. I'm not sure where the Holy Ghost will lead us to, but I believe that God has a word for us. Amen. How many of you recognize that you need anointing in your life? Sometimes I don't even pray for anointing. It just comes when you have a strong relationship with God, just follows you. You know, the world needs us to be anointed. Amen. Uh, you know, Brother Kelvin said that, uh, you know, the anointing breaks yoke. No, it doesn't break yoke. It destroys. Amen. You know, uh, and that's something that I want to talk to you about, you know, today. How do I get anointed? Amen. Going to introduce to you the great pharmacist or the Bible call him the great uh, apostle Carrie. Amen. He's going to put all these things in your life, you know, and I wish that you'll be so simple. You go to university, you graduate, you're anointed. Amen. You don't, it doesn't happen that way. And some of the things that are going to talk to us about, we don't like it. But we have to go through the processes where God's going to pound all these things into your life and then make that holy anointing oil and anoint you for His work and His glory. Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands one more time, Father, in Jesus' name. Let your voice out for a moment. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we give you honor, we give you praise. Lord, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. Hallelujah. God, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. You know, this is not in my notes, but I want to share something with you. You know, uh, Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 all the way to verse 3. And I'm going to talk a little bit of verse 3. I think many people don't understand what they are reading about verse 3. So I'm going to be talking about that a little, uh, just a little bit. Then I'll go through my notes, okay? The Bible says in Isaiah, sorry, PowerPoint uh, Personnel, I just throw this out. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1, 2, 3. Don't rely on the PowerPoint people. Sometimes you need to open your Bibles and refer it to this scripture. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. For what? To preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. I like to talk about to, con to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes. You know, I don't know what you're going through today, but maybe this week wasn't a great week, you know, but God can turn your ashes into beauty. Amen. And, and, and here goes, I like this one, the best one. I, I did touch about this, the oil of joy for mourning. Okay, let me tell you something. The oil of joy is used, especially in serving God. If, if that's why the Bible says, serve the Lord with gladness. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And how we get a joy, it's not by the happenings that surround us, it's because of the good news that I'm born again, you know, that, that Jesus Christ died on the cross, He resurrected, and therefore, death, where is thy stink? And the joy that Jesus is talking about, nobody can take away from you. It's an eternal joy. It's a joy that knows that, hey, my heavenly Father, amen, uh, uh, he, he, he died on the cross for me, amen. 
Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Therefore, you should be a little bit more, have that oil of gladness in your life. Life is tough. Right? But then, my joy doesn't come from the happenings around me. My joy comes from the finished work on Calvary. And then I like this one the best. The garment of praise of the spirit of heaviness. Some of you need to put on the garment of praise today. Let me tell you, you know, uh, especially in Singapore, we only wear one garment. But, but, but I'll, I'll tell you, in the States, you wear a lot of garment. Okay? And then, uh, especially you wear coats. You know, and, and, and when it's snowing, you know, when it's raining, you got to make sure that you put on that garment. And let me tell you something about the garment, right? When you put on that garment, right? The weather don't change, but it protects you. Some of us are so vulnerable to attacks of the demonic forces. It's because we have not put on the garment of praise. Amen. You know, some of you are still waking up. Hello, good morning. Amen. Uh, you know, that's why it's important that we put on the garment of praise. Every one of us got to put your garment. I can't put a garment for you. We got to put on the garment of praise. It protects me. It protects me so that I can go through life storms. You know, young people, you need to know how to put on the garment of praise. It's not the garment of self. Not a garment of looking cool. It's the garment of praise. You know, and so many times we come into this auditorium, our minds are all over the place. Oh, so, 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 oh, problems here and there. You need to pause for a moment and say, I'm going to put on the garment of praise. I'm going to put on. Everybody say, I've got to put it on. Nobody's going to put on the garment. When you put on the garment of praise, guess who is protected? The one who's wearing the garment. Amen. Are you all with me here today? God's want to give us victory. Amen. Don't rely on your own strength. These are weapons of mass destruction. You got to know how to use God's weapons for us in these last days, especially these last days. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here? So before I begin, let's, let's do some, a little bit of revision. We talk about it is important to be anointed, right? Definition of the word anointed is this. When God's Holy Spirit gives you insight, ability, stamina, authority, protection that you don't normally have in order to do a job that He has chosen you to do. Amen. I need the anointing. I need the anointing to be a father. I need the anointing to be a grandfather. Amen. I need the anointing to be a pastor. I need the anointing in whatever God has given me to do. Because without Him, I can do nothing. Everybody say amen. So we're going to talk about this. Uh, facts of anoint God's anointing. When God appoints me, He anoints me. Amen. God's anointing makes me a better person. God's anointing makes difficult tasks easier. God's anointing makes the impossible possible. And God anoints my life to bless others. For every new challenge, I need a fresh anointing. Everybody say praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. And today I'm going to touch a little bit on how do I get anointed. I think this is very important. How? how? Pastor, if there's something that, you know, I got to learn is, you know, why some people are not anointed and why some are. Amen. I, I'll begin with Luke chapter 4, verse 16 and all the way to verse 19. Again, why don't we stand for the reading of God's word? Uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 16 and 19. Uh, 
Okay. Amen. Uh, ready? You're, you're looking up the screen. You want to read together with me on three. One, two, three. And he came to Nazareth. Wait, hang on. I want you to underline and what? As his customs. As his customs. First of all, underline that. As his customs. Okay? Was he, okay, go ahead. Okay, and verse 18. Amen. Lift up our hands one more time. Let's pray. Father, you are the one that anoints us, God. God, you, through your spirit in us, Father, we are so grateful. Father, so anoint our ears to listen today. Anoint me to preach your word today. Help me, lead me, and guide me because we desperately need this anointing in this last day, especially, God, where, where there are trials and tribulations that's coming our way. Lord, where there are things, God, that we don't foresee. Maybe we are not prepared for it. God, we need your anointing. We need your anointing to go through because thou anointest my head with oil. Father, we need your anointing. We need your protection. Lord, again, God, give us ears to hear in Jesus' name and all God's people say, Amen. Okay, you may be seated. The anointing of the Holy Spirit does not negate the importance of discipline and organization in discipleship. Amen. If you want anointing, first of all, what did Jesus do? Jesus was habituated with being in the house of the Lord. Amen. You know, he, 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 he made a habit. The first lesson that we learned that Jesus Christ went into the temple of the Sabbath as his custom was and he stood up to read and it was his habit to be in the house of the Lord on Sabbath day. Amen. You know, I, I, I don't want to say anything that will ruin anybody's holiday, but after the message that I heard, uh, Brother Diaz preaching about things happen specifically on the Sabbath. So always remember to be there. I don't know why Sabbath. You want to plan a holiday? Don't plan it on Sabbath day. It was the Sabbath day where the outpouring of the Spirit. People miss this moment in time. And, and the Bible tells me that Jesus accustomed, he, he, his custom, his, he, he, you know what? I got to go church. Even though I don't feel like it, I've got to be there. Amen. Brother Willoughby has taught me this, 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 this habit from a very young age. You got to be there. Sister Jenny, who's watching online, always tells me, you got to be in the house of the Lord. There's something that will happen in the house of the Lord. I don't care what it is. You got to be in the house of the Lord. There's only two times I remember that I, I didn't go to the house of the Lord. The first one was, I had a sleep this. Second time was... COVID. 
my wife. <laughs> you know, she had COVID, then I cannot come, okay? But, but, but we got to make it about, if you want to be anointed, you got to have some habits in your life. The word custom comes from the word ethos, which means habit, manner. This is where we get the English language word ethos. Amen. Habits are important. Everybody say amen. Come on, are you with me here today? Habits are important. Hallelujah. Sometimes it costs to, it, it got to give you some kind of sacrifice. You know, I'm so sick and tired of how the cultures have shifted, how churches should be like. That, that, you know what? First of all, you know, the container, listen very carefully, the container that holds the anointing oil is the horn. Okay, everybody say amen. I mean, it's not a Tupperware. It's not a, 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 it's the horn. You can have no horn without a sacrifice. Someone has to die. That poor boo has to die. Amen. Are, are you with me? And, and nowadays, when, 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 when we are online, I was talking to Bishop, I'm struggling with some of these pastors because they are making church look so convenient and, and they are letting convenience come into the church where there are some things that will never be a, there's never a convenient time to serve God. Amen. Let me tell you what priority looks like. Priority looks like, I must go to the house of the Lord. Amen. It's not a suggestion. If you want to be anointed, you've got to have some customs. Customs of reading the word of God. Customs of studying, the, placing yourself where God can speak to you. Amen. We are all like solar panels. Amen. You've got to find where God is and, 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 and the stronger the signal. Some of you are, are, are more concerned about your 3G and 4G. Some of you will tell me, hey, uh, Pastor, the 4G here not strong. Eh? <laughs> My question is, how about that spirit of God strong or not? Can you hear His voice? Where are you? You, you need to go to the place where it's the closest to the router so that the signal becomes strong. But some of us, so many of us are, are satisfied. Okay, one bar, <laughs> one bar. Uh, hello, God. You know, if you want to be clear in hearing God's voice, you go where the speaker is. You know, there is a tool that I'm going to teach you today that will improve your hearing of God's word. Y'all want to know what is that? Or God's voice. Y'all want a tool today that improves your hearing of God's voice? How many of you want? Come on, only three or four. Some of you don't want to hear God's voice. I do my work and then I can do my stuff. How many of you really want to hear? I'm going to give you this clue. How many of you? The Bible. Let me ask you this question before you make a decision. Can you ask yourself this question? Have you ever pondered and wondered about this? Is the Bible silent about this thing that I'm going to do? What does the Bible say about the activities that I'm going to indulge myself in? Is it glorifying? So many times when I sit down, I tell young people, I say, did you hear God's voice? Ever? Because the first sign that you are a sheep is that you can hear his voice. Right. 
There are so many distractions in these last days. We got to put ourselves in the house of the Lord. We got to get uh, into a habit of, of being in the house of the Lord. So much more when you see the day approaching. We all know the days are approaching. Everybody you know, oh, end time. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You talk to all Christians, end time already, end time already, end time. But you don't behave like it's the end time. You don't. Seriously, you don't. It's the end time. I, I hope it's more than just a, a, a word that we use in church, end time, end time, end time. Jesus Christ is coming back. And that's a part of me that wants to see everyone, especially my loved ones, safe. Amen. I'm desperate for him to move. I, I, I look, look here. Look here very carefully. I don't want to get accustomed. I mean, I don't want to get numb to the very fact that to know that my parents are not in the house of the Lord. They are not saved. We can get a little bit numb because it replays every day in our face until there is no urgency. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me here today? Come on, are you with me here today? Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. We have to... Work on our consistency. You know what? Listen. Listen. I don't want to add to your busy schedule. Hey, our pastor always asks we how to do this, ask we how to do that, ask we how to do that. But I'm going to tell you one thing. In the last days, people will be deceived. In the last days, things will get rougher. In the last days, it's going to be harder becoming a Christian because our comfort is being attacked. We got to get in the habit. Some of us have habit of workouts. Uh, we go to gym. Good for you. Amen. Good for you. But have you have some spiritual coach in your life that is trying to provoke you? They ask you, where are you at on Sunday? When your parents say, hey, why so late? Hey, what are you doing? You're spending so much time in computer games. Wow. Amen. Are you with me here today? Thank you for one amen. And then, another thing that Jesus do very significantly, Jesus stood up to read the scripture. Amen. We need to start learning how to read the scripture. Someone say, Pastor, reading the scripture, very hard to understand. It was designed for you to be hard to understand. Why? Because only true seeker will seek for truth, the meaning behind the passages. They will take time. They open the book. And then, you know, it's like durian. You see the outside, oh, like you don't want to eat. But then when you dig it open, you know, you take the knife and cut it open. Some of you, it's been a while since you opened the durian. You only look at the cover and say, I know. Technically, you know in your mind it's important. But the only time you pick it up is to teach a home Bible study or because you are preaching or because you are teaching. But have you taken up the Word of God to improve your hearing with the voice of God? Amen. People say no time. Funny your people say no time. Then you see them in Instagram. Few seconds later, they post something up for their... What they do. 
Amen. I, I, I say this again. If you really want a better mental health, meditate the Word of God. Thank you for that overwhelming response. I want to know what God says about this. I want to read it. Sometimes you get distracted. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Uh, sometimes, right, you go to examination, right? You all go examination, and then you, you read silently. You cannot get it in. So you open the book up, and you go to the window and start reading it because you want to digest it. Come on, how many of you done that before? Wave your hand at me because it's important because you want to get grade A, right? Come on, are you with me? You know, it's, and, and, and here's the deal. Why don't we do that for something that's called the word of life? That, that we slow down and open the book. And I can guarantee you, it is not boring. Thank you for one amen. <laughs> it is not. It is work though. Don't rely on your pastor to just dissect it for you. You got to take time, breathe. Amen. Some of you need to pick up that oneness of God book again. Some of you got to take up the new birth again. And sometimes uh, when you reread a book, uh, you read it in a different season of your life. It, it comes out differently. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. I, I begin to, 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 to read uh, one of the books that I, I love. is Watchman Nee, you know, uh, written. It's called, uh, what call that? The Broken Spirit. I, I, I said something like that, The Broken Spirit. At that time when I was a new Christian, I see it very differently. I was so scared after reading the book. Eh? Now when I read the book, I say, oh, Dio. Amen. This is so true. Some things that you know, again, you have to go through life when you read the Word. Like, like what I say, when you read the Word of God, you will be surprised that you go from different seasons to seasons. You see it from different contexts as a father, as, as a grandparent. You know, when you read the Word of God, you have different contexts, different, uh, what do you call that, uh, 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 seasons. When you read it, it comes alive in a different way. It has only one meaning. But when you read it, it's different in your context and situation. Amen. So the key is to assessing God's anointing is basically this. Being situated in a position where God wants you to be. Where God can bless you. Listen, we are all like solar panels, huh? Oh, you want to drive, you want to have energy, you point yourself towards the author and the finisher of your faith. You got to always find where God is at. The closer, the better. You want faster internet speed, you go closer to the router. Are, are you with me? You want to progress in life. You want more resources. You want more speed. The more you trust God, the more you can arrive your destination faster. It's called the speed of trust. Stephen Covey wrote that book. You don't have to detour. And, 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 and I don't believe that you, everything's got to learn through experience. Amen. I don't believe that you have to go to a divorce to experience better relationships. Are, are you with me? There are some things that, that God has warned us, saying that, hey, do this, hey, do that. Everybody say, praise the Lord. So again, there are some things that are key pillars in my life, like going to church, 
reading the Bible myself, always constantly asking people, hey, what is a good book to read? You know, this year, what is the top 10 books that you read? You know, I, 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 I've noticed, right, people who love the Word of God, right, they will go to other people who knows the Word, like Brother Woodward. I asked him, hey, Brother Woodward, show me your iPad. And he showed me his iPad and his Kindle, or his latest book that he's reading. And then most of all, the Bible that he's reading. What, what's insights that you get about? What's God speaking to you about? You know? Uh, what, what is on the highlight? What's the prophetic view of what's happening around the world? What's going on? What, what do you think is going on? Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are, are you all with me? Okay. Uh, is this making sense? You, you got, if you want to be anointed, be a place where God can anoint you. Uh, hello? You know, and, and don't ask me. Uh, don't ask me why. Uh, I've learned some things from Sister Jenny. Sister Jenny always say this, uh, the closer you get to the front, the better it is. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes I tell you something. Sometimes I act uh, in the worship. In, I sit in the front. You know why? I feel like I'm the woman with the issue of blood. Every time in service, where's God? Where's God? You know what? I'm always seeking uh, to touch the hem of the garment there. Amen. I'm always looking. Uh, I don't know, but some of us, I, I know there are times I, I'm not so spiritual, Brother Bong. Sometimes I say, hurry up, la, sing the song, I go home. I hope today's sermon is a shorter one. La. You know, and, and, and you know what? I used to come to service with excitement. You know what? That's why pastor preach uh, very long. Uh, because I, I, I don't think that you all should watch a, uh, a sermon, uh, only 30 minutes, come all the way. Yeah, have you all thought about it? No? You know, have you all thought about it? No? Yeah, I take two hours to come to church, eh? And then pastor, I preached 30 minutes. I got extended version one. Leh. I mean, like, like, like if you go and see those movies, they got three hours. Uh. Uh, is it, is it, uh, uh, what, what, Avatar is what? Three hours, okay, I preached three hours better than Avatar. And I won't turn green. Uh, blue, sorry. So I feel like, you know, when people come to the house of the Lord, right, I feel that I have to minister to those that are new, but yet to those that are older in faith, so that I cover all areas. Just imagine if you got to teach both sides of students, right? How long it will take? Okay, everybody say amen. So you give me permission until I let you all go. Uh. So do me a favor, uh, before you come to service, uh, go toilet first. Uh. Especially now when you are in service, right? Listen, you want to step and go toilet very difficult. Eh? You step, go like, oh, then you go, everybody, oops, 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 all standing. So worship time, everybody goes on. And then here's another one. Before sir, ending of service, when I start to say pray, everybody start to go out because they cannot tahan already. Then it may be somebody who's sitting next to you, right? Want to receive the Holy Ghost. Then he see you move, then he say, oh, I can move. <laughs> he doesn't want to feel the conviction of God's Spirit. Got to be careful. Amen. There are some, some customs that I, I teach your trick uh, to come to the church. You must do one. First, go toilet. Release everything. There you go. <laughs> so that you don't get distracted. Everybody say amen. And you look around, people got to talk to you one or people like to crack jokes in the service. That's not funny, you know. That's rude, you know. I'm going to show you through the Word of God why it's rude uh, to interrupt the preacher when he's speaking. 
If you know the joker, always tell her, pastor, that, that. don't sit with him. You cannot concentrate one. You know why? I'm in school, right? I'm the joker. When my friend all studying, eh, I go like, hey, hey, look at the, look at the teacher. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. My friend all failed because of me. That's why uh, your teacher, listen. That's why your parents know what I'm saying. Uh, you better mix around the right company. Amen. You mix around the wrong company, you sure feel one. And guess what? I'm the wrong company. My parents tell me, <laughs> you never tell me, don't be a wrong company. Amen. Because I don't understand, I think it's very boring. I start to crack joke. Or I cannot stand the conviction. Mm. You want to see them by creating jokes. When the friend is getting it, when a friend is getting deep, when, when God is convicting that person, you make a joke out of something that's serious, that is very dangerous in the spirit world. Wow. You, you know what? Have you ever thought the story of David dancing before the all? Then who is it? Bathsheba? Uh, Micah, sorry. Micah say, he's like a fool. Wow. Then guess what the Bible says? He became barren after that. There's order in the house of the Lord. Everybody say amen. Okay. Everybody say amen. So when God anoints an individual, He uses, the Spirit of God uses the mind of a disciple as a vessel for transmitting the heart and the Spirit of God into each particular occasion as the disciples flows with the moving of the Spirit. Amen. Are, are you with me? So, so the, 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 the person that is preaching, he's done his study and then God will just bam, 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 use illustration out of his life to share the heartbeat of God, the spirit direction. You know, that, that's one thing that I do a lot of times. Say, God, when I preach, I want to preach with the same intensity, not too much, not too little. But it is you communicating with the people at the right kind of intensity. Amen. Are, are you with me? You see, again, that's, that's why it requires great effort and discipline to exercise spiritual gifts. Because you can get intoxicated with emotions. Amen. You can say, so intoxicated with the crowd that you don't know how to discipline yourself. I tell you something, uh, human beings are very, very weird ones. I've seen it with my own eyes. In front of you, one-on-one, -on -one, they agree everything you say. But when they come together in a setting of people, they lose their individual stand. You see in board meetings, you see in all kinds of stuff, you sit down one by one, them, yes, pastor, I know this is important. Then after that, you go hang out with the family, everything, suddenly not important, you are watered down now. Amen. You got to be careful. Everybody say, Amen. Are, are you all with me here today? Amen. Again, that's why it requires a discipline. A discipline of your spirit. You don't need a devil if you cannot discipline your spirit. That any moods or swing. Be careful what you call spiritual. Because it may be your emotions. 
That's why this anointing oil that pastor is going to be talking about real late cannot be anointed on the flesh. Cannot. Amen. That's why it requires sometimes even a deep prayer life. Amen. You know, I'm not so concerned how God uses us. At the end of how He uses us, whether you become proud or not, that's the question. God can use a donkey. Amen. Being used of God is, 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 is by faith. Being spiritual is a whole different matter. You can operate in the gifts of the Spirit, but then you don't have the fruit of your Spirit to ground you. You're on dangerous ground. Listen very carefully. In the book of Corinthians, the most carnal group of people, the Bible goes on to say they lack in no gift. But yet, you know what the Bible says? They are babes in Christ. Just because God used you doesn't mean you are spiritual. Maturity is the fruit of the Spirit. So be careful you go around following after miracle signs and wonders. You should be, miracle signs and wonders should follow you. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. That's why it's so important as we talk about this subject again. You know, you know I, I want you to be open with the Spirit, but you must keep a humble heart and realize that God has not used you, any of us, fully as He wants to yet. But yet at the same time, there must be hunger, there must be humility. Amen. Humility is demonstrated by your disciplines. Some people, however, use disciplines Pride, they have pride over their discipline. Then you will not be, be a place where you can be used of God. I pray not because I want to look good. I pray because I need Him. I know God will use me. I pray that when I get out of the pulpit, that I remember that I'm a child of God. I'm not spiritual. The Holy Spirit is spiritual, not me. And I must give Him influence over my own life. Amen. Let, let me ask you this question, okay? When I mention this, Holy Spirit and the Word, how much influence have He over your life? How many of you know what it means to grieve in the Holy Ghost? When was the last time you grieved? How many of you know when you quenched, quenched the Spirit? When was the last time? If you cannot remember those times, it's time to bring revival. Amen. How many of you ever felt that day like, wow, you, you, you miss your time of prayer? How many of you ever felt that way you miss the time of prayer like you miss an appointment with God and you feel so lousy about it? I mean, you just, you, you just stood up, you're somebody who loves you so much. It, it may be your wife. You, 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 you just miss that appointment. Then pretty soon, if you're not careful, you continue to miss that appointment until it doesn't bother you anymore. You see, I think it was uh, Brother Willoughby that taught us this. He said, the sin of more compromise is compromise. The sin of compromise is more compromise. Amen. Everybody say praise God. And then you know what I'm afraid of? You never put that in a principle if you compromise so much, guess who will compromise more? Your children. You don't, I don't care what you say. 
if you plan your life in such a way, they will pick up the spirit of it all. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Sometimes I, I do things because it's the right thing to do, not because I feel it was right. It's the right thing to do. Amen. Everybody say amen. <laughs> okay. Again, you know, uh, we got to remain open to different ways of the Spirit may lead us, especially about saving souls. Edifying the church. Release the presence and the power of Jesus Christ in the meetings. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You see, as Christian disciples, you know, when we think about anointing, we don't just want to think about the gifts of the Spirit, but we also want God to anoint us so that we can bear the fruit of the Spirit. God is more concerned about the fruit than the gifts of the Spirit. Both must work in balance. Amen. Some of you say, God, use me. But at the end of the day, you feel like you're being used. What's wrong with that? You ask God to use you, then you feel like you're being used. You know what being used looks like? Tired, worn out, sacrifice. You know, I, 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 I feel very weird, you know, when people come and say, Pastor, I feel used. But you ask God to say, use you, ma. So praise God. That's what he's doing. He's using you. Hello? But I feel, you know what? Listen, very carefully. Uh, there's a trend that all of us counselors, pastors realize in the trend that's coming in the Christian circle. They call it self-care. Well, this guy is self-care. And it's a reaction over something called burnout. Which I'm fine, okay. You know, we all go through burnout, yeah, fine. You know, there are genuine cases. But now, to reflect it, they go to the other extreme. We got to be careful. Eh? So where's the anointing? If, if, if I don't feel it's overwhelming, then I won't turn to God eh? as the one that anoints me. Eh? Everything is about self-care. I, I got to care. My skin. My hair. My body. My smell. How I smell also people now. I still don't care one. Eh? Smelly, smelly lah. Pop perfume ah. But you still got body odor. Who cares man? And you got to be very careful about this whole push about self-care. You know what? If I go to the altar and I finish all my face, he knows how to take care of me. That's why he say, cast all your cares upon him for he careth for you. Amen. And you got to find that right balance in life. Everybody say praise the Lord. Come on. Everybody say praise the Lord. Can I share something with you that God spoke to me? Very sternly. I say some of you think the fruit of the Spirit is being nice. Nice is subjective. I say again, sometimes the nicest thing you can do in context of a hell is being rebuking. We get all this idea, oh, that person is so nice to me, he must be spiritual. No, he's just nice to you. Don't confuse nice with the fruit of the Spirit. 
Oh, he's so nice. Oh, that boy's so nice. After you marry, not nice already. Not nice. Then we got to be careful. It's not nice. It's not about being nice, about long suffering, but it's also, you know, talking about love rejoices in truth. Amen. You know, now, you know what people want to say? Oh, I got to be nice. They think the fruit of the Spirit, I got to be nice. So they become politically correct then, speaking the truth in love. Amen. If nobody has spoken the truth in love, then you're in a dangerous place. Amen. Praise God. Are, are you all with me here today? Amen. Well, uh, you know, again, uh, like, like what I say, you know, uh, uh, we have principles that's found in the Word of God. We got to be very careful. And again, I do agree that anointing is tied with character. Amen. Everybody say praise God. That, and, and God desire a balance between the character and the ability in every disciple. Amen. And, and some of the most important uh, char- character qualities which the Bible connects with receiving the anointing of the Spirit are found in some of the scripture which I'm going to share with you. Uh, Psalm chapter 23 verse 5. You know, concern. Thou anointest my head. David, a shepherd, is concerned for the sheep's welfare with oil. You know, let me, let me tell you something. You will begin to operate in the gifts of the Spirit when you have a genuine concern about a person that is beyond you. And you start to cry out to God. When you are concerned about somebody, your prayer changes. Or, or you want the person to get out of your life, you know, you can pray. Uh, very fast prayer. Lord bless me. Okay. You just routine. You, you understand? But when you are really concerned, you tarry in the spirit, you wait for the word. You say, You okay? Lord, we need you. Lord, we need your intervention right now. And you tarry in the spirit for a while. You know, because different dimensions of faith in, in that particular one minute or maybe 15 minutes or 30 minutes, your faith can change from one level to another level. It depends on the spirit of God moving. And that's why God sometimes right, gives us the gifts of the spirit to encourage faith in that individual. That's why we operate in the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge because it encourages faith to take them to the next level that they can receive the anointing that destroys yokes. Amen. So many of times we should do less time counseling but more time praying and waiting upon the Lord until He anoints my head with oil. Amen. But we don't want, we want God to fix the whole situation. We want God to fix us rather when, when we should tell them, let's put on the garment of praise. Because when putting on the garment of praise, it is your responsibility because I cannot be a victim of my circumstances that surround me all the time. There's always going to be something that's going to pop up, but I need to learn how to use the weapons of my, of, 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 of spiritual warfare. Show me how. If you teach someone to fish, he will not be empty or hungry for the rest of his life. But you give him one fish, next day he's hungry already. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. And then another thing that will help us is giving. The liberal giving person shall be made fat, filled with oil. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 25. Amen. Don't use this excuse to be fat. <laughs> Amen. That means, you know what? You always have more to give. If you are liberal, okay, listen. Every time when we think about generous, right? Listen, 
we always think about money. I want to be generous with my love. I want to be generous with my exhortation. I want to be generous with my encouragement. I want to be generous with my time. Amen. You know, when salesmen, all right, they come over, you know, I still remember there was a salesman that we were about to buy this, uh, what, what do you call that, uh, stroller. This, this Filipino salesman came up to me, give me all his time, eh. Wow. Feel good, right? I mean, he didn't say, want to buy or not. Some people, you go sales, right? They go like, you want to buy or not? But this one opened up the thing and show me, you know, Sharon, this brand versus that brand there. Wow, I say, if I don't buy, uh, I feel bad. <laughs> he worked so hard. Uh. And you know what he said? Don't worry, when you buy that, you also buy from us because we are the distributor. Generous. Generous with, with, with giving you not sleep shut out of service. How about the people of God? If we become generous, there's an oil that will come upon us. You know what? Ask yourself, are you generous in, 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 in what do you call that? Uh, praising your children? Are you generous in saying, I love you? Are you generous? Amen. Are you generous? Ang pao. Amen. Everybody say praise God. When you see Ampao, everybody want to hide. Ampao. Hey, Pastor Michael, Ampao, Lea, Belale. Oh, that's why Pastor make everybody get one Ampao. Come on. You know what I've realized? Generous people will never go on empty. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say. That, that's another characteristic I think is very important is diligence. The soul that of the diligence shall be made fat. With oil, okay? The soul of diligence. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 4. That means they are hardworking. Not just hardworking in their workplace, but hardworking in their spiritual disciplines. Amen. Everybody say, Praise God. Especially when, when, when then again, trust. Here's another good characteristic He who trusts the Lord shall prosper, be made fat with oil. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 25. Then responsibility about this time tomorrow, I will send you, Samuel, a man, Saul, and he shall anoint him to be the prince over the people of Israel. That's responsibility. If you are going to take responsibility, God will anoint you because whoever God appoints, he anoints. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Got to take some responsibility. Righteousness. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Amen. Then purity, watch yourself, therefore, and anoint yourself. This is Ruth. And put on the best clothes and go down to the threshing floor. Amen. Watch yourself. The more you align yourself with the word of God, anointing flows. Amen. Then we talk about courage. They, the enemy, set the table. They spread out their, the clothes. They eat, they drink, rise up. Captains, oil the shoes for thus says the Lord to me. Go station the sentry. Amen. That means you rise up in courage. You say, this is wrong. You, God will anoint you with a shield. Your shield. Super special, supernatural. 
your shield becomes supernatural. Amen. Your faith becomes supernatural. Obedience. Oh, mountains of Yubo. Let not dew nor rain be on you, nor fields of offerings, for the shield of the mighty was defiled, and a few of Saul not anointed with oil. That's why it's so important that the scripture says obedience is better than sacrifice. You can lose your anointing because of your disobedience. You know, I've got to tell you honestly, in service, there are times where I was disobedient, where the Spirit of the Lord directs me this, but I'm so scared. Because as a young preacher, you, 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 you don't want to step out of your notes, ma. you want to look good. Ma. You understand what I'm saying? You want to look good ma, because you think it's lecture. Ma. You know, easier to preach uh, with something that I know than something that I don't know what I'm talking about. Leh. And the Spirit of God just use your mouth. Leh. And then the whole service just go down. Bam! Because I did not follow the leading of God's Spirit. Amen. You know, I always tell young preachers this. You know, you don't prepare to preach. Eh? You prepare to preach not in service. You have to have a heart that worship God, sir. That anytime, I expect anytime, like Brother Chris, you come up here and preach, you must be able to flow from not the knowledge, but from the depths of your relationship with God. Eh? That God, you see, God is always doing a new thing in your life, you know. If God's not doing a new thing in your life, that means you're dead. Eh? And, and, and from that vibrant relationship with God, I speak. You, you hear me? It's not, it's just like, you know, that's why there are some people, uh, listen, uh, there are some people uh, that don't know scripture, but they, I feel uh, they are more spiritual than those who know scripture. You say, why? Because their spirits are pure. You know, and, and, and sometimes uh, they, I look at them and say, well, they've gone through this thing called life. <laughs> and then they know the word of God is true. And they just take a few scriptures, right? And they apply the scripture. Rather than someone who talks the theory, but never apply. And then when they talk, no weight one. You can feel there's no weight. Amen. But when the person speaks with authority, he has applied it in his life. And he can tell you the dimensions of it all. It's not just a little dimension. He talks about, have you considered this? Have you considered this? Have you considered this? You, you can see this person is deep. Especially with people who have gone through deep pain. We're going to talk about that because that's one of the things that, that, that we need to understand. It's called uh, one of the characteristics of cinnamon. Cinnamon is behind a bug. It's deeper in the issue. And, 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 and in order for us to get the cinnamon, you know, cinnamon, if you taste cinnamon, right, it's kind of hot, like, zeal. A lot of us don't have, we call it uh, a lot of activities, but no zeal of the Lord. The zeal of the Lord will do it. You got the zeal of an activity, but you got no zeal of the Lord. That, that's, uh, anyway, I'm going ahead of my name. Sorry, sorry. Later, uh, later, then see. Then we got this thing called submission. Submissive, submissiveness. The law of the leper, a type of sinner. In the day he's cleansing now, he shall be brought to the priest and the priest shall take uh, the log of oil and present him as a wave offering before the Lord. Amen. You all remember the story of only one person came back. Because, you know, only one person came back. Submissive. Amen. Then we talk about unity. Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. It is like a precious oil upon the head. 
Then again, you know, we have this thing called joy. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me and grant those who born in Zion the oil of gladness. Humility and brokenness. Luke chapter 7, verse 36 and 50. And behold, there was a woman in the city who was standing behind him at his feet, weeping, kissing his feet, anointing them with the perfume. In fact, one translation put it this way, he let go her hair and anoint Jesus' feet with perfume. The woman hair is her glory. And when she submits it, my glory is not important. I put it at the feet of Jesus. Whatever that gives you glory, you better know how to give it back to Jesus Christ. Whatever talent that you have, you better learn the ability to do this. The ability, you need to put that, that talent before the feet of Jesus. Because if you do not and you receive the glory, there's this thing called pride that will come in. And God resisted the proud. We've got to be very careful. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I, I, I put 21 reasons uh, of anointing. I'm not going to go there because I don't have time. In the scripture, there are 21 reasons for anointing. Okay, and we, last week we talked about Three persons that were anointed in the Bible. Can anybody shout out who are the three persons? Come on. Priest, king, and prophet. Only three kinds of people were anointed with this holy anointing oil. But now you and I are in the New Testament. We don't just have the spirit that moves from us. The spirit is in us. Amen. He has not anointed yet because, again, there must be different components to make it holy anointing oil. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me here today? Amen. Okay. Everybody say praise God. But, but again, I also want to share something with you. Some anointing requires some skill set. Amen. You know, you... Yeah, it takes sometimes more than just someone who is spiritual, fruit of the Spirit, everything. Sometimes it requires a skill set. Amen. I mean, you know, when you think about, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm using Kiran now, Kiran, huh? just using you. He's a nice guy. Everybody say amen. amen. <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> Hey, uh, 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 no, 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 I won't say you are a nice guy. Say, he has fruit of the Spirit. He may not be a nice guy, but he's a fruit of the Spirit. Uh, but then, there are some things he was designed to do. I mean, he wasn't designed, maybe I don't know. I'm just thinking, maybe I haven't discovered you, that anointing. He was never designed to lead worship, were you? No. <laughs> There are some things, right, that God will suddenly give the person to do. Amen. Uh, uh, Brother Sam, you say in Chinese service you lead worship, right? Uh, one time ago. Yeah, okay, but he realized that that's not his gifting. Uh, I'll tell you something, right? Uh, believe it, I learned drums before, like. Amen. Jabez, I learned drums before, like Jabez. Maybe that's why you get the anointing. <laughs> I learn drum until I get cram. Every time I play drum, I get cram. Beat off. Brother Olivier, uh, I think you don't touch the instrument already. Lah. 
Amen. The first drum set was my friend's drum set. I still remember his name, Kenny. Wow, he said, hey, I, I'm not using my drum anymore. I said, ah, can I buy for the church? Then I buy the church, I'm thinking that I will be the one that play. Brother Wilbur, I don't think you have the gifting. Huh? Then that's fine. Everybody say, amen. I know it's strange, right, to see me up here playing drum. Okay? But I used to, remember sister, where I used to. You know what? I was only good at what? Polishing the drum. Amen. I'd rather be a servant. You know what? Okay? You know what? I buy that. I buy from my friend. I go shopping and buy. At that time, uh, the drum, I think we paid only around $100 only. But we say, go get it. Go get it. I go and carry, you know, and bring it, you know, at the church in St. Paul Road. That was our first drum set. <laughs> Amen. But ting cha, no, no cage. You know, so, so again, there are some uh, 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 ministries that you have got to have a second steel set. Okay, like, like for instance, that this group of people, you know, his name is in the Bible, you know, where he was gifted, you know. Let's turn to Exodus chapter 31, verse 2 to 5. You know, see, I've called by name Belzileh, the son of Uri, and the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship to design artistic work, to work in gold, in silver, in brass, in cutting jewels, of setting in carving wood, and to work in all manners of workmanship. Some people are just anointed to do that. Oh, some people are just gifted, whatever you call it. Some people just got it. Amen. I mean... There are times when, 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 you know, some of these people, I mean, uh, I was talking to my son and he said, he's just telling me about music and stuff. I said, huh? All same. How? Got frequency, got all these, all sound the same. Eh? I mean, like, like he can hear a beat and then he can play the drum. I was like, disgusting. Eh? I, how many years learning to play drums still cannot coordinate my hand? Just some people just gifted in it. Amen. Everybody say Amen. I mean, for me to learn drum, I think maybe 12 years still not as good. I, I don't know. Maybe can never learn. I don't. But, but then there's also another, another person by the name of uh, Ahoylab. Ahoylab. Okay. And indeed, I have appointed with him Ahoylab, the son of Ahishemek, of the tribe of Dan. And I put wisdom in the heart of all the gifted artisans uh, that they may all they may, sorry, they may make all that I've commanded you. Amen. I, I thought it was really interesting, you know, that God used these two persons. But these two persons, their names has a meaning. Bizelli, Bizelle, Bizelli. I don't know how you pronounce that. You know, I, I'm not going to crucify that. You know, when, you know what, listen, you'll laugh, okay? When I go, I look up, I... Have you ever tried speaking a name and then in the internet, God... 10 different versions. See, which one should I use? Is I, should I use British English? Should I use American? Should, should I go back to the Greek and speak it out? You know, then I think that, oh, yeah, okay, like, whatever. Like, okay, but, but this is, I, uh, uh, if this recording, it may not be the correct pronunciation, okay? <laughs> okay, uh, you know what it means? Oh, I love this. Uh, uh, it means the shadow of El or God. You know, you cannot be in the shadow of God unless you are in the presence of God. Wow. You see, again, listen. 
If you're going to be anointed, you've got to be always in the presence of God. Remember, I talk about accustomed to be in the presence of God. You have to bring somehow or other you, your children to get this presence of God. The presence of God will do something to protect them. Amen. Then, then uh, a hoi lap, which means father stand, a man under authority, obedient as the spirit reveals his direction to the use of your talent. You will be challenged to walk out a plan to obey. Amen. Like what I say, obedience is the backbone of worship. That's why, you know, we tell our parents, you got to teach your children obedience, talent. God is not looking for talent. God can God can give somebody a talent. You all remember the story of uh, Sister Barbara Willoughby? You know, she says that nobody wants to serve in the ministry. And she was just somebody that cannot sing. And, and God, he prayed this prayer, God, if they are not using their giftings, give me their giftings so I can use for your glory. You all remember about Sister Willoughby singing? I miss her singing. Eh? But that lady can sing. Eh? Amen. You all remember, wow, the first time I go to church, uh, wow, who's that lady? Barbara Streisand. Uh? <laughs> you know, hey, some of the name Barbara. Huh? Barbara Willoughby. <laughs> you know, and she can sing and she sing with anointing. You know, that's why one of the things that, that I'm, I'm going to look at some of you guys, you're going to learn obedience. O-B-E-Y, obey your mom and dad. That's why we got criteria in ministry. The only time that I can test your obedience is when I lay out criteria, especially in leadership. You don't need, listen, we're going to talk about it next week. I'm going to talk about spiritual authority. If you cannot obey unreasonable leaders, unloving leaders, right, you have no power at all, Obedience in things like giving. Basic, read the word. Amen. And things that we know that we are accustomed, this is not new. Amen. If I have to, you know, sometimes I, I, I see young people all the time, you see, you don't understand. You're learning obedience. Learning obedience, you know, you go to school, you learn obedience. You know, sometimes I don't like the teacher, Bopian. Bopian. I mean, uh, uh, Lauren, uh, Daddy, I don't like this teacher. I say, no choice, you still got to obey. But nowadays I see parents call, hey, why you treat my child like that? Come on. You don't like it, you just got to obey. But nowadays, mommy is more powerful than army. Amen. Who are the mommy calling? That's it. That's why the sir, 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 sir. You know, say, whatever you talk to me first, don't get call your mother, don't get complain to the CEO, or not CEO, the chief uh, CEO. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You see, you need obedience. You need, you need uh, uh, to be in the presence of God. Amen. There must be some kind of benchmark somewhere. And please, listen. I do not want to give somebody a ministry to just keep them. Hello. Because some ministries got to require anointing. Anointing is sacrifice. Sacrifice. 
then you feel. Amen. That was the old-fashioned way that I was taught. Amen. Fasting and prayer was not something new. When I hear fasting, some of you want to faint already, like as if it's now. You know what is more painful is fasting from internet. Fasting from Netflix. Ah, I crash landing. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful. Everybody say praise God. Some of us know the whole story of this thing, or episode one, episode three, episode four. I can't wait for the new season. Hey, you heard or not? Season six coming out there. Wow, waiting, waiting. Launch date, come out. Launch date, come out. Then come out. Wow, so happy. You know, the family, you talk as if you, the whole family is your family. <laughs> I was saying, that, my goodness, you don't even know the Bible family. The Abraham is your great, 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 great grandfather. Like, father, you know. Do you know the genealogy? And all? Some of them say, huh? Uh, who is Abraham's son? Huh? He got son, ah? <laughs> Amen. Amen. I mean, come on, I understand. I've been there before, okay? But I, I, I'm just reminding us that, hey, you know, we got to really, really allow ourselves to slow down and, and, and recognize that God wants to anoint us, even in our reading with the Word of God. You know what? I pray, I, I say, Lord. You know, I told God this, uh, listen, uh, I don't like to read one there. Eh. And then they give me a Bible eh. Of all the things I have to go to a church eh. Then they ask me, oh you must read the Bible. Never mind, I can read but I don't understand. Well, I want to cry eh. Seriously, I cry. God, am I rebellious or not? I read five lines, I sleep already eh. I don't care. Oh, then I ask God to anoint my head, anoint my head, anoint my head with desire, anoint. I cry until I make sense of what I'm reading. I dig a little bit more. I dig a little bit. And then the word suddenly just appear more and more real in my life. And the word begin to transform me. There is power in the word of God. When you read it with faith. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, I've I, I noticed this. Okay, those of you that, that they're going to sign an important document. Whether it's uh, insurance, whether you're signing for maybe uh, 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 taking over a maid. Wow, Let me read more time. Uh. Let me read. Uh. Wait, 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 wait. Don't rush me. Hey, uh, what does this mean, uh, Bong? Uh, what does this mean? Huh? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. It can, can change or not? Can I, can I? Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. Uh, well, what does it mean, huh? You know, I mean, look, if we were to ask God, what does it mean, this scripture? This making me feel uncomfortable, Lord. What does it mean? You know, especially listen very carefully. I know we got parents here in the house of the Lord. You know, you got to have that. Your, your children need you to be spiritual. You, you cannot say, I got no time. I used to have time. It's, it's, it's not about time. It's about God giving you a word. When you read the word, you put yourself, you place yourself where God can anoint you. You know what? The word of God is always anointed. The only thing that's always anointed is the word. The rest of the vessels are not. But the word is pure. The word is quickening. The word is alive. 
The word is bread. You know, it, it, it saddened me to see that, you know, after you're having children, say, where is the reading of the word? When was the last time you picked the Bible? You know, last time your Bible looked like, wow. But, you know, now you don't seldom open. I used to take pride in my Bible. Eh? Amen? This one I got to be careful. Sister Weir's Bible. If I lost it, you, I'm lost. I'm, I'm telling you, I every time she said, take my Bible, take my Bible. After take my Bible, take the Bible and put it in my bag. Because heavy, ma. But you will always remember this, no? You see all the goodies, all the words here. Like. You know, last time, right? We used to take pride in our Bible. Uh, last time, I got Thompson Chain. Eh? Thompson Chain Bible. Hey, come on, guys. You all remember I used to carry a bag that is heavy? You all remember? You say, Pastor, what you put? Oh, got three Bibles inside. Amen. Thompson Chain Bible is so thick. Leh. Why? Because, you know what? Don't just take it for sure. Leh. Then I realise, uh, I just take it, I never read. This sacrifice makes me feel good. <laughs> listen, uh, what i got to say here. Listen. Okay, listen. This will make a lot of sense. Uh. When I bring my car to workshop, what's the ultimate goal? I mean, if my car spoils, like the day I replaced my gear. And when I bring my car to the workshop, what's the ultimate goal? Get it fixed, right? Then it turn on. Ma. But some people have the idea, though. I complete, huh? then it's fixed. Eh? I read the Bible, it's fixed. You complete the task, but it's not fixed yet. Let me imagine, if I go there, to the shop, I said, hey, what the church? How's my car? Completed? Okay. And I go start the car, cannot work. Hey, I mean, I told the guy, hey, I, I come here again. Eh. Drive, no, yeah, this was really what happened. My son would drive. Uh, 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 all the way to music practice, go and pick up the car, drive halfway and say, Daddy, the thing still come out again there. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, uh, 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 then, you know what? The, 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 the guy tell me, rush back the car. Rush back because, you know what? If, 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 if that, that, what was it? It's not the problem with the uh, uh, battery. It was the problem with the dynamo. And if the dynamo doesn't have enough charge, then it will be stuck in the CTE or whatever. And we got to call the tow-up truck. Leh. You know, whatever it is, I, I, I realize this car don't die. One of the things that I pray, car don't die. Don't die. If I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Leh. You know, and, and likewise, you know, this is what we think. That's why we never get the fruit. We never tasted the goodness of the Word of God. We think, I read the Word of God. I finished one lesson. I wish life was so simple. Pastor job, just teach and preach. I wish my life so simple. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, teaching them to observe. Wow, how lay? I mean, are you going to say, hey, after I preach, how are you going to apply your life? Okay, tomorrow I call you, see whether you apply. You know what the person say? Wow, who do you think you are? Huh? Uh, your pride, ma. Amen. Am I making sense? 
oh Lord, help us. I, I, I'm going all over my notes, but I'm, I'm just saying this, Lord, I'm not, I, I want to be a complete workman. I don't want to say, God, I, I, I done my Bible school. I done this living on God. Are you the finished product? Because by, the, by digesting the Word of God, you are the finished product. The work of the Spirit and the Word becomes you. That, that, that you will leave anointing of aroma that when people see you, they see Christ in you, the hope of glory. Wow. No, all of us in a, you know, I, I'm, I, at the end of the day, I'm also very thankful that God chose by faith to live within me, the Holy Spirit, that I'm still, I'm not totally clean. Come on, none of us are totally clean. It's the grace of God that God took a risk by coming into your life and then He knows you are not all together but then He's not done yet. That's the grace of God. And He will continue to keep on moving upon your life. If you think that you are somebody, no one will ever qualify for the Holy Spirit to go in. It was because of the blood. That's why we overcome. And, and aren't you glad? But, but here's the deal. The Holy Spirit is stopping moving in your life because you have not opened to it. You think that you go through all these rituals and you are not having true revival. That, that you show up, you know, but you're not there. That after Sunday service, you know, some of you don't even know, hey, pastor, preach good or not. Hey, good. What did I preach about? Uh, let me think, huh? Uh, anointing, <laughs> anointing, anointed. Okay, what? Well, name me one point that why anointing can do. Uh, wait, uh, wait. Uh. I, I, I take photo. Better that I don't listen. And then you treat it. Wow, some of you got a lot of photo, leh, but never do one. Leh. You know how come I know? Because I also do the same. <laughs> come on, let's, let's be real here, okay? Sometimes I forget, you know, I just, uh, God told me sometimes, say, oh, you go to BOTT, that's why I stopped going. Uh, but uh, uh, but what, what's the last thing that you're supposed to do? Uh, I didn't do. So you know what? Stay with the project. Amen? Everybody say, stay with the project. Lord, stay with me. Stay with me until that work of that last word was done. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Okay, I have to end it 12 o'clock already. I never even talk about the ingredients of the holy anointing. Next, next year, not next year. Uh, <laughs> next week, next week. Next week, Chinese New Year. Okay, we talk about holy the five ingredients that we need. Okay, everybody say praise God. You know, please, I am not in any way saying that Listen, I, I want to be very careful. We are all in a work in progress, all of us, including pastor. I want to encourage you to know that the Holy Spirit never gives up on us. I want to know that the word that works right still is working in us. That He wants to transform us. But, but again, you know, let's not kid ourselves. You, you know what I'm trying to say? I'd rather you do it slow. Digest the food. Eat slow. So some people will eat four hours one. Just eat slow. Enjoy. Progress. Some people crawl. Some people run. Some people walk. But the key thing is, it's fine. As long as you are progressing closer towards your destination, 
You got to have consistency. You got to set a custom in your family's life. Today, we're going to the house of the Lord. Today, we are going to small group ministry. Today, we are serving the Lord in gladness. Today, this is what we do as a family. Start early. If you say, Pastor, I want to let my children serve in ministry, talk to us. I'll let this little one go and give brochure or whatever. They're very cute. You know, they can smile. They put a, you know, they can hug. Okay, find all those people go and hug. You know, do something, but make it a lifestyle, a custom. Okay, next week we're going to talk about diving deep into the ingredients and how it applies. Okay, if you can read the scripture, you can read it, you know, study about the holy anointing oil. But before I close, you know, the most important ingredient in the holy anointing oil is a big uh, 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 ingredient. It's called the olive oil. It's 3.79 liters. 3.79 liters of olive oil. And I think that that represents before God can anoint us, we need to be born again. The an olive oil always represents what? Holy Spirit. In the parable of the ten virgins, Matthew chapter 25 talks about it, that your oil cannot be empty. Amen. So why don't we stand? You know, and next week, let me try to cover the five ingredients quickly. Aren't you glad the scripture says you will never leave us nor forsake us? Come on, just thank God for that one scripture right now. Father, we thank you. Come on, just leave our hands. Come on, just thank the Lord for a moment. Father, we just grateful, God, that not despite, God, our inconsistency despite God our sins God our disobedience our Lord our frailty you never leave us Lord you are constantly working in us Lord again as we come before your presence Lord Lord, we allow you to continue to work that good work in us, Lord. I remember the scripture that says that you who began a good work, you will complete the work in us, Father. And Father, I pray, God, right now, God, Lord, after hearing today's message, I pray, Lord, that we will set habits, Lord. Lord, again, Lord, there are many times, God, many times, God, that we, as disciples, God, do it because our parents tell us to do it. But God, I got to own this right now. Lord, I got to own a new culture. I got to own a new custom. Come on, some of you, your parents brought you to church, that's fine. But now you have your own family. You, you need to make this a custom. Amen. Father, come on, just pray right now. Father, if, if your wife is next to you, grab hold of their hands and, 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 and just pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, there are new customs, God, that we, Lord, we need to establish, God, especially, God, as a couple, God. Lord, that our children will flow into that custom, God. And that, that they will understand the importance, Lord, of putting you first, Father, I pray, God. Lord, sometimes, God, 
Lord, we are consumed, God, with their education. But God, that's important. I must admit that's important. In we want our children to be successful, but God, that can never take God a more prominent place than putting you first. And Lord, how that plays out, I don't know. I leave it into your hands, Lord. How that plays out, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I don't know. But God, give us courage today. Lord, as the people take courage, anointing comes, God. As the people are concerned, anointing comes, God, right now. As we take that responsible, take responsibility, God, as a parent, as, as Lord, as, as, as Lord, adults, God, I'm asking you, Jesus, right now, that you begin to anoint your people. That, that the anointing just cleanse them, that anointing will give them supernatural abilities to do what you have called them to do. Lord, help us know, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, that I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me, that I am not alone, that I belong to you, Jesus, God, that you direct my path, Father. God, continue to work in me, walk me not by, Father. Lord, again, God, I pray, God, and I pray, God, today, God, and I'm so encouraged today because you are still working through me, Lord, and that, that Lord, again, God, that, that I'm not a finished product yet, but God, I have a goal to allow you to be my finished product. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, especially, God, God, for all those that are carrying new responsibilities, new transitions, Lord, whether it's a job, Lord, whether it's with, with waiting upon you, Jesus, God, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you will anoint them with the right spirit, oh God. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Here's what I want us to do. I want you to lift your hands, God, right now. Say, God, I know I'm gifted. Amen, I know I'm gifted. Come on, take one hand. I know I'm gifted, Lord, by you, Jesus. Lord, let me use my gifting for your kingdom and for your glory. And the next hand, you say, God, I don't want to be so gifted, God, that I forgot about the fruit of the Spirit. Lord, I need to bear your image. I need to be like you, Jesus, God. I need to have your compassion, God. Lord, I need to love like you love, Father. Lord, I need, oh God, to stand for truth when it's time to stand for truth. So help me find that right balance in my life, Father. In the name of Jesus. Come on, just... Let your voice out for a moment. Father, right now, teach me to find that right balance in my life, Father. And God, let anointing, let the anointing, God, whatever I see currently cannot be done. Lord, can be done away in the Spirit. I pray in the name of Jesus, begin to destroy those yoke that is hindering me. Yoke, God, right now, be destroyed in the name of Jesus. If God is for me, who can be against me? In the name of Jesus, let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Turn to your neighbor say God's going to do a deep work in your life. Amen. And then you look at your neighbor again. You need to tell them and say, hey, it may seem like God is not moving, but He is moving. He is the great apothecary. That He will put trials in your life. You know, sometimes I can't change on my own. Can, can everybody say amen to that? And He put trials. And one of the things that 
that, that the Bible talks about, you know, one of the ingredients called myrrh. Myrrh is used like an embalmer, you know, and it's a symbolism of trials. Sometimes to get you where God wants you to be is the form of a trial. <laughs> Amen. I, I'm going to talk about that next week. So, you know, God is for us. He wants the best. He wants to anoint us. But we need to do it in His terms. Amen. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Have your way. Do your will. Amen. Shake hands and be friendly.